This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. CO2 question is the next addition to net farm income. I'm going to backtrack and provide some historical context from past easement projects in Iowa. As a general practice, in my opinion, the precedent for acquiring easements from landholders has unfairly favored the project asking for the easement. The precedent got set by repetition that they could offer landowners roughly the value of the land that they would impact, paid out only in a small percentage of down payment, as well as stipulate most terms of liability and practices within the easement, and farmers would happily accept the checks. I repulsed at that precedent. These projects are significantly profitable that they could pay multiples of land values and retain an adequate incentive to implement the project. They were offering peanuts misreading the market. Unless they gain IUB approval, they have nothing, and to get it, they have to sign easements with a supermajority of landowners first. The Rock Island Pipeline followed the old model and failed, as should have been the case. I believe that CO2 pipeline projects that follow the old model will also fail. Very shortly into the process, developers of Summit Carbon Solutions recognized that if they stuck to the old model of acquiring easements, that it was not going to work they would not reach the IUB threshold for approval. Their tact then wisely changed to what I would describe as get the deal done. They asked landholders what it would take in terms of compensation and other significant provisions pertaining to liability and construction to agree to provide them an easement. They said yes wherever they could, paying landowners in full before the IUB has even approved the project, with Carbon Solutions having currently paid out $300 million to landowners for easements project-wide. This action was both precedent-breaking and precedent-creating if it succeeds. Actually, that tells you something about the company. They have created a new paradigm of interaction between their company and landowners for easements. They operate with a different culture than past actors, some bad, seeking easements. I reject the old paradigm, but willingly accept this one. I believe that only CO2 companies that adopt the Summit Carbon Solutions model of acquiring easements will succeed. I believe that this will empower landowners with all future projects where companies request easements from them. There's a lot more at stake here than the value in terms of an easement. This will impact our larger financial future. Summit Carbon Solutions met my criteria for acquiring an easement from us. My family negotiated as a group, something that I recommend. They met our asking price, which was a multiple of the value of the land used far above historical precedent previously paid for easements, paying 100% up front in a tax-friendly structured payment, and agreed to many easement terms for liability and construction provisions that we asked of them. We did not get a sweetheart deal. I talked to many other landowners who have had a similar experience and have signed easements. I believe that Summit Carbon Solutions has been so successful at securing voluntary easements that they have scared the opposition that they are going to soon have acquired the supermajority of easements needed for IOB approval. It was one of the points evaluated by our family group that if Summit met our criteria for the easement, which we believe was a fair and attractive accommodation for an easement, that we believe that the project would succeed. Another point of consensus for us was our strong belief that the project was in public interest. 
The ethanol industry, farmers, state, and rural economies need this new carbon revenue stream for all the reasons that I have delineated in previous reports. The momentum of Summit Carbon Solutions' acquisition of voluntary easements reached a threshold where CO2 pipeline oppositions become alarmed. This opposition is now screaming for state legislators to intervene in what is the fourth quarter and move the goalposts, changing the rules out of desperation. Who again would ever invest money into states that act in such an unfriendly manner of conducting business, where when all the rules and stipulations are being followed and achieved, that they then create more to purposefully harm them? Do these legislatures respond to their wisest constituents or their loudest ones? That is part of the political equation that has always disappointed me. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits. 